Welcome to the Quick Talk Podcast with Joshua Latimer, where we discuss business, life, family, faith, struggle, fire, pain, and ultimately winning. It's time to take massive action. Look, I, I can't work harder on your life or business than you do. It's ultimately all on you. You know, God created all the food the birds would ever need, but he doesn't put it in their nest. You've got to go get it. 10 out of 10 people die. So how about doing something today that actually matters while you still can? Hey, my friends. Welcome to the Quick Talk Podcast. Hope you're doing amazing. Josh here. I'm joined on the line by my good buddy, Brian Hegarty. Brian, you've heard him before. He's been on here several times. He's around. He's very respected in the cleaning space. He's got a large business, and he's almost completely, completely automated it. A couple little final steps. We'll talk about that today. But I think he did like 180K last month or something in revenue. He's getting up there. And uh, Brian, how are you? I'm doing great, Josh. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Um, I have a lot of like secret things happening in the background of my company, and I want to share on the podcast, and I can't yet, and some potential deals and partnerships and all this cool stuff. Um, but overall, it's been it's been pretty good. I know your company's had a lot of growth this year. Um, tell us how this year has been going for you. Oh, really well. Um, we put on um, four new units this year, so we put on um, three new trucks and a, and a new trailer. So we're running 10 units right now and got them out every day. It's been, um, it's, it's actually funny because this is the first time that we've had production outproducing marketing and sales. So we're literally like hitting records. Like we, like you just said, we did, we, we did out like 179,000 for, for June and, uh, we were like hitting records, but we'd get work like for the next day. If you want to talk about stressful, mm. it's like I call up my sales team and I'm like, we need work for tomorrow. We need work for tomorrow. I'm like a broken record. Because the guy, it's like having 10 kids in your house eating all the food and every day you have to go to the supermarket. <laughs> your capacity <laughs> so is, what, what, what is your uh, like daily truck baseline number revenue-wise for one truck? How much do you try to get oh, them one to truck, do? We try to do like uh, per guy about 1500 Anywhere from 1250 to 1500 Okay, so even at $1,250, yeah. you, you got to have like, like between five to 10000 a day to keep people moving and busy, right? Um, no, we need more than that. Yeah. We need like, you know, an average day we're doing like $9,000, $10,000 worth of work like on an average day. Yeah. That is a hungry giant kid. <laughs> and, it is. Uh, it's crazy. And, and you know, it's just a numbers game. I know you know the metrics, but it's just like, um, the more leads you have, you're only going to close. Like we close 57% of the, the leads that we bring in. And we're, we're, I would say if we're not the most expensive company, we're the next most expensive company all the time. We don't offer deals really. We just do like maybe, you know, $28 coupon here or like to get people motivated that are existing clients, like getting 5% off or something. Um, we're not like doing deep discounts or anything. Um, but if you're doing like, say, say for instance, you need to get 570 jobs for the year. Well, you're going to have to do a thousand estimates because that's 57% of that. Mm -hmm. If you need double that, you got to do 2000 estimates and, you know, and on and on. Well, the marketing is what drives that. And I've, my 28 years in business, I've hardly ever marketed. Mm -hmm. I don't, it's just referral based. It's people seeing my trucks, my signs. I mean, that's um, kind of like the ancillary marketing. It's not like I've actually like sat down and thought, oh, geez, let me make a postcard and send it out. Right. And I have to tell you, your team over at Fen Gym, especially Mariah, has just been so helpful. They have helped me create all my uh, postcards, my mailers. Chris has helped me get set up with, uh, 
you know, get him into different neighborhoods. And we just did this voicemail bomb. Oh, man. If anybody out there is listening that has not done a voicemail bomb, here's how you make 30000 bucks like, really quick. <laughs> At least it did for me. We have uh, about 1,400 people that we haven't done business with in the last two years. We, our total client database is over 6,000 now. Excuse me. And so I'm thinking, all right, let me contact these people, uh, all these people who haven't done business with us in two or more years, and just say to them, hey, uh, it's Brian from A-plus Power Washington Roof Clean. I was just thinking about you the other day, and I realized it might be time to clean your home again. Um, if you'd like to get on the schedule or you, you need an estimate, feel free to call me at 732-775-1242. And thanks again for your business. We really look forward to hearing from you. And uh, once again, it's Brian from A-plus Power Washington Roof Cleaning. Have an A-plus day. Okay, mm-hmm. we sent that exact words, those exact words, out to those 1,400 people. And in three days, we had 23 jobs totaling $18,588. Hmm, hmm, hmm. It's like free money. $18,588. That's just on the first day, on your first voicemail. That uh, was the voicemail. first one. Okay, the first one I've ever done. Okay, so we waited. That was on the 10th of June. And then on the, on the um, 25th of June, I did another one. And it just said... Hey, it's Brian. I called you a couple of weeks ago and I hadn't heard back from you. If I don't hear from you, I'll call you next week. That one was the funniest <laughs> one. That, ge- that generated another $11,338. And, and that, that only took like two days to get that work in. And so that was $29,926 from two voicemail bombs that I think they both totaled maybe cost me $1,000. And, and it was just like a total no-brainer. The return on investment on that is just crazy. The reason we actually had kind of like a call center model, we did a lot of outbound calls. Me and my background before I got into cleaning, I worked in call centers and stuff and did phone sales. Right. And it, it can work. Like the big problem, Brian, is people don't even call their own customers, let alone use voicemail bomb, which is easier, but they don't even call them. But I just did some quick math here. You know, you got 1,400 people you need to reach out to. These are people that know, like, and trusted you in the past. And there's just low-hanging fruit there. Like, it's a great thing in a pinch to reach out to past customers. But if you're going to hand dial them and make like 80 calls a day or have one person sit down, and unless they have like click to dial software and they're like in a call center, 80 to 100 calls a day is about what someone will be able to handle, right? That's 17 yep. days it would take them. And so just even if you're paying a minimum wage, it would cost 17 days worth of wages at 10 bucks an hour. That's so crazy. the beauty of that whole thing though, Josh. With the voicemail bomb, it doesn't even ring on their phone. It just goes right into their voicemail. Mm-hmm. So they're not even hearing their phone ring. They just look down and go, oh, geez, I missed that phone call. Oh, and it dials from my business line. Mm-hmm. So when they saw the caller ID, it was from me. Yep. So it, it, it ends up in their voicemail. And I think just out of curiosity, they listen to it. And it, mm-hmm. they're like, and it was, I made it really short, really simple. And so the second one, I want to tell you this. So I had this, this one property manager. Somehow or another, she ended up on this list. And she shouldn't have been on it. We were only doing residentials, right? And she called me up and she goes, hey, what's up? I said, nothing. How you been? She goes, you called me. <laughs> <laughs> I, was thinking, I was trying to think what to say. I said, well, I was just checking in with you. I just want to make sure you're okay. How's things? And I don't know what the hell to say. That is so funny. <laughs> yeah. It's... I thought she was calling me to talk to me about something else, and she was calling because she got the voicemail box. Well, people are scared. Like, I actually, Send Jim sends a lot of different things. I've never focused until, like, right now I'm about to make, like, more of a push because it's so effective. I've had so many people private message me. I know Brandon Vaughn had made a video one time. He had vo- tried voicemail bomb only on, like, 500 or 1,000 people. I remember, yeah. And yep. he had both That's people on the phone. And and so it works really well. It's, it's a super low-risk, high ROI thing that we do. Um, 
And so I need to I need to focus more on it. But people are scared to call their customers. And this is a weird part, for me at least. They're scared to even do a voicemail bomb. They'll sit on their computer for like a day and, and not have the perfect script. And they'll overthink everything. And so instead of doing something imperfectly, they don't do anything. And that's crazy to well, my I brain. Just gave them the, I just gave them the perfect script. Yep. That, that one works for sure. Anybody that wants to use it, you can use everything but have an A-plus day. That's, <laughs> That's Brian. Don't you touch it. He's a yeah, Krav Maga no, instructor. He will hurt you. Yeah. Um, so but, but, um, I, I can tell you, it's it was so simple. It's I, You don't have to design anything. You don't have to figure out colors. You don't have to figure out an offer. All I was doing was just saying, hey, I was thinking about you. and It must be time to clean your home. Mm-hmm. Boom, done. Well, and I was even thinking about how a ringless voicemail should be just part of like all of your sequences in general. And my sales team, we don't like tell people to do that. We tell them what it does, but we like we're shifting to where I'm telling my team, I'm like, you need to really encourage people to make one of these just a standard piece of your sequence. Because if you're mailing a thank you card and we send emails for free through SendGem, if you're sending an email saying, hey, thank you for your business, click here to leave us a review, plus they get a thank you postcard, maybe with a picture of their house on it, why shouldn't they get a ringless voicemail saying, hey, we're just following up, make sure the crew did a great job for you if you have any, it's like, it's super easy. And then you can put a second voicemail to hit them in 12 months or six months or whatever makes sense. And it's all automated. And I feel kind of dumb for not focusing. I am actually putting together like a PDF guide with a whole bunch of scripts, I'm going to record samples and just literally teach people like, this is how you do it. Here's a script. Like, no excuses. Go make money. <laughs> I, think, I think people will. Yeah, like you it. know, I can tell you, um, we use the voicemail bomb automated through the customer factor for um, a, a follow-up at, right after we do the job. And it says, um, hi, it's Brian from A-Plus Power Wash. And hey, I'm just following up on the job we did for you to make sure that everything's okay. And if there's anything, no matter how small, feel free to call me. We just want to make sure you're 100% satisfied. And if you could do me a favor, go on either Google or Facebook and leave us a review. Okay, we that's all I ask, right? Okay, we had at the beginning of the season, which was April for us, right? Mm-hmm. We had 23 reviews. We just hit 60. Mm-hmm. Double them. So I picked, uh, 23 to 60. I just picked up like 37 Triple reviews. Triple them almost. Yeah, 37 reviews. Oh, by the time I'm done, I got an even better idea coming up. I'm doing a, a, a re- review um, contest. So we're, we're going to email out our entire database and say, hey, if you give us a review on Google, we're trying to reach 250 reviews. And if you give us a review, we've already picked out in that hole between where we are now and 250, we've already picked out eight random numbers. And those eight random numbers are going to get a free gift. And I'm going to send them brownies. I think that's genius. So I'm going to get people... Yeah, so people, so whoever's number 127, whatever, whoever leaves that one gets a brownies, and then whoever's number like, hey, these aren't the numbers, by the way, so don't try. (laughs) 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 Whoever's like, you know, whatever the number is, 199 or whatever, they're going to get the free gift, and we're going to send the brownies. Mm -hmm. I love it, and you know, the market's changing, and I wanted to ask you a question just about your history, because you were in business for a really long time, and earlier you said, well, you didn't market, you didn't really think about it, it was just word of mouth, and that was fine, but I know, like, I, from my understanding, like the last like three to five years ish, you've really started to say, you know what? I want to like build systems. I want to automate myself out of it. Like something shifted in your head because you were doing business one way. You've totally changed it. And now you're almost completed the process. Can you tell us like what, why you decided to actually focus more on systems and things or what, how did that happen for you? Okay. 
so I, I was in a, in a, like a really bad spot in my business for a really long time. And I, you, I get, without me even telling you, you could probably tell me what the, what the gross sales were. It's between 350 and 500. You do not want to be there. It is the worst place you can be because you have to wear every hat. If a guy, somebody doesn't come to work, you're the power washer guy. If somebody doesn't come to work, you're the mechanic guy. If you have to do, pay sales tax, you're the accountant. You, you have to answer the phone, do your sales. You're wearing every hat. There's no insulation level between you and the actual work that's getting done. And until you get up into like the 750, 900 range, you don't have those people or the money in between you and all that's all the, the nonsense that's mm-hmm. happening. And I was there for the longest time. I actually like, you know, I'm almost embarrassed to say it, but I was probably like the worst boss you could ever work for. I, I really was. I was like the guy who was like always pissed off and always upset. I can't believe you did that again. Didn't we just talk about that last week and blah, blah. You know, and it's like, it just was so frustrating. It was like, I opened my business so that I could have freedom. And instead I became a slave mm-hmm. and it was just nothing but nonsense all the time. And when it really changed was when I met you. That's when it really changed. I met you and then I met Howard Partridge because you interviewed Howard on your podcast. Really? And I, I, yeah, I met, I remember back like a long time ago when you had the little blue key and you were doing mm-hmm. a, oh yeah, uh, yeah. Yep. And, window wealth. Yep. <laughs> yep. Exactly. That's right. Awesome. Window wealth. And I, and that's when I met you and I started talking to you about it and I, I went to, um, Howard, that was phenomenal products. I did some work with him and I got coaching from Santiago and I just decided I'm going to do one of two things. I'm either going back to me and two people or I'm going the other way, which I can build a big business. I can semi-retire, have it run and making me money for the rest of my life. I, I never intend to sell it. I mean, I, it, it makes great money and I don't really have to work that many hours right now. So I decided I got to, okay, the number one thing that I have to fix is the hiring problem. I have to fix the employee problem because I keep hiring the same guy and he keeps doing the same stuff. And the only thing different is his name. <laughs> so I got to, I got to figure out how to get the really good guys. Because if, if Josh, if you ask around, you ask any small business owner who's got like four or five employees and say, Hey, how many guys do you have that are really good? He'll say like one or two. There's, there's always like two people. And then there's like three or four that are just like, you know, either trading hours for dollars or they just don't even want to work. They're just there. Like, they put the shirt on. Um, those guys are the guys you want to steal. You want to get them to come and work with you. And so I created the, you know, the, the rockstar employee toolkit just for that purpose. And, you know, I don't want to go into a whole big thing on that. I'm, we're talking about Actually, I, I do want to go into a big thing about that. Cause I, I, my opinion is that the, the employee issues that plague small business, which are heavily related to us as leaders, not understanding, that we need to actually be a place worth working for in the first place. But we can talk about that too. But I think it's actually getting worse. And I think it's going to continue to get worse and harder to attract people because just the market's different. Younger people have different. They're out there still. Don't get me wrong. But things are different today than they were in 1981 or 1963. They're just different. There's other opportunities. Kids are making money online. They're setting up Amazon stores when they're 15 years old. Like They don't want to go dig a ditch or wash a house, some of them. So we have to get more creative. And even with the online reviews, like you were talking about, that used to be like a nice thing, like, oh, you got 100 views? Oh, that's cute. No, like in the future, you are going to get buried if you don't have them. Like this is all getting yep. more digital. It's all getting – the labor – I don't want to call it a crisis because it's a little melodramatic, but something's shifting. I can see it. People are very frustrated with it. You've made over a 1,000 hires, which you always joke that most of them were bad, right? T- tell <laughs> yeah, us what you've I learned. 
I was really bad at it. I, I, I just really did. I mean, like, you know, you're breathing, they fog a mirror, you got a job. I need you today because I just fired the last guy because I'm a lousy boss. So I had to learn. I, I really had to learn. You know what was like a turning point for me? I, I was sitting at a table with uh, Rick Jones and Ellen Rohr at uh, Howard Partridge's, one of his round tables at one of his conferences. And we're talking and I was sitting there just fuming. I, I wasn't even listening to what they were saying. And it came around to me. And I was like, you know, what's the biggest pain point in your business? And I said, oh, millennials, they suck. I hate them. I can't stand these guys. don't want to work. <laughs> and blah, blah, blah. And I went on this whole big rant for like five minutes. And Ellen said to me, were you listening to yourself? Who would even want to work for you? Oh, she's a I savage. I got up from that table. <laughs> Ellen will tell you just like it is. She does not mess around. Nope. I, I got up from that table and like walked out. I was so pissed. I'm like, here I am telling them what my problems are. And the lady's yelling at me. It's the first time I ever met her. So I was like, all right. I, I came, you know, I stayed for the rest of the conference. I came home, I licked my wounds, and I thought, you know, maybe you really got to look at what you're doing. Maybe you really have to figure out a way to hire people. And I started really looking into what's called top grading, how to hire, read a lot of books on it. And then I just started implementing stuff and figuring it out and talking to people about how they hire and, and going to guys who I know have really good community built into the business. Community in your business is where everybody comes to work and it's like one giant family. Mm-hmm. There's nobody that's the outsider. Everybody's in, they all want to, you know, they all pull together. Like if, if one guy gets done at two o'clock and the other guy's not going to get done to six, he just, he doesn't clock out. He just drives to wherever the other guy is and helps him out. Builds community in your business. And so I started, uh, Howard has a really good book on that too. The power of community. If anybody, mm-hmm. has, I have it um, sitting right behind me. <laughs> it's awesome. It's a awesome book. And, um, so, you know, I decided I was going to build a system for hiring and I built it and it wasn't perfect at first. And then we started doing it and figuring it out. And, you know, we, we made it so that the only people that actually get to talk to me, not the hundred people trying to get like, you know, credit for unemployment or, you know, like, uh, you know, applying for a job for unemployment or something, they're not even going to bother with me. And, you know, I made it really difficult to even get to talk to me to get this job. But the way I describe the job, it's like not even a job. It's like, hey, you want to come join us? This is really cool. We work for eight months and we travel the rest of the year. We have a great time. You surf, you ski, this is perfect for you. You know, you like to go fishing, perfect for you. And we have built this team of unbelievably dedicated, just, I don't want to say, I'm like good looking guys that just are clean cut. They're sharp. I get compliments all the time on how nice my people are, how good they look the great job that they do. Like every single day we get emails in from people coming in Hmm. every single day. Well, it's quite a big turnaround from what happened before. And the thing I wanted to point out, if you don't resolve this issue, this is the only issue in business. If you don't resolve this issue, you can't go anywhere. You get the greatest marketing, the greatest sales, the greatest everything. If you don't have production, forget it. That's right. I always use the teeter totter analogy. You're either heavily deep, deeply focused on generating sales and leads or right. you're shifted on the other side of the teeter-totter, which is building up your team, increasing capacity, working on culture, because they grow up together. So it goes up. You go on what, The teeter-totter is going back and forth, back and forth, all the way up. And uh, you're yep. totally right, um, completely right. And But one thing that you mentioned was how, like, in, uh, the way that the Rockstar Employee Toolkit works, which, by the way, if people 
a lot of people have already bought that course. It's at automategrowsell.com. Just click on courses, click on Rockstar Toolkit. It is a freaking ridiculous bargain and you need to buy it right now. But anyway, one of the things you do is you're very clear on what the job is and what the job isn't, who the job's for, who the job's not for. And I hear people say things like this to me, Brian. They go, well, I, I'm scared to hire employees because, you know, I'm, the winter's coming and what are they going to do in the winter? And I said, just tell them. Like, it's not a secret. Tell them we're a seasonal business. This is how it is. Like, for certain people, that's perfect. But there's such a low level of communication. We're not, I don't think we're clear enough on, and, and t- so talk about that. You have a really unique philosophy on how you, you tell them the awesome stuff, but also the hard stuff and why that sure. has a push-pull well, effect. Even in, yeah, even in our ads, I mean, it says, you know, you're going to be working outside the heat, the rain, and the wind up on roofs, on ladders. You know, this is the dirty job. I mean, like, it's, it's a dirty job. This is what we do. But the great part is, is that the sense of community that we have now, like, for instance, tonight is our, we're having our employee meeting tonight and I take everybody out to dinner and everybody buys steak and lobster and they drink beer and have a good time and go over what's going to happen for July. Um, a couple of weeks ago, we did, uh, there's a place by us that has all these um, pinball machines, hundreds of them. And you go in there and you, you pay by the hour. So you don't have to put quarters in a ski ball. And, and uh, they, we had like ski ball competition and pinball and pizzas and beer. And then we went to um, an axe throwing place the month before where you actually throw a hatchet at a target on the wall. Oh, that's, that's awesome. It's, it's fun. Yeah. you wind up and chuck this thing like you're going to throw it through the wall. And, uh, and we're doing all this stuff. I do um, every week we have an upsell contest for all our employees. So whoever, for any of those that don't know what an upsell is, say you're just going out to wash a house and it's a $500 house wash job and you get there and it needs the patio done. Well, the patio is the upsell. So um, my guys, for all every upsell that they get, they get 10% of the upsell, but the winner of the week gets a $100 bill, and they don't care about the 100 Here's what they care about. They get to make a video that they send to the rest of the guys. And that's the <laughs> hilarious thing, because it's the bragging rights. It's like last week, Dante took, he, had, he had five $20 bills, and he stuffed them in his shirt like they were like a collar sticking out of his shirt. And then when I started filming him, he took the 20 and started wiping his head. He goes, somebody's keeping me cool right now. <laughs> I want to hey, I want to thank you guys for just doing your job, like not doing upsells for like just doing your job. Because I did all the upsells, and this money's keeping me pretty cool right now. I might take my wife out to dinner. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, you you showed me one of the videos of the guys. One of your guys was like. Uh, because you just oh, called dumb. me because it was so funny. And he's just like, yeah, you guys shouldn't even try. This is completely <laughs> pointless for you to even try to upsell because you're literally impossible to beat me. And that's funny. Here's what he said, though. This was the funniest thing. He goes, I'm a runaway train to upsell city, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was. I knew there was something more funny. That's yeah, what the it runaway was. train to upsell so city. That's great. Hilarious. You need to get a I, T-shirt you know, made. There, there's, more, there's more to coming to work than money. If you build a community in your business, they're not going to leave. They have to leave their friends. These guys now, they all hang out with each other. You know, like um, Brian, you know, you met Brian, my operations manager. Yeah, great guy. Um, yeah, Brian, and, and it just had Greg and his girlfriend, Laura, out to Philly to watch the fireworks over the river, you know, 4th of July. And, you know, these guys are all hanging out with each other now. They, you know, Greg lives down by the beach and the guys go crash at his house on the, you know, on the weekend and go to the beach. So, it's like they built a community. So if you're going to quit this job, you have to leave your friends. I think even today, one of the changes that I see, Brian, 
like community, I guess, is, has always been a secret weapon for smart business owners, but it's it's becoming right. more of a requirement. Young people, this yeah. generation cares way less about money than other generations have. Like my dad and my grandfather, they had they would literally have no problem going to a job they hate every day, never being late, not calling in sick for thirty years because that's the quote unquote right thing to do. That does yep. not exist right now. People want to like follow their passion. They want these lifestyle jobs where they get a lot of flexibility and time off. And like, and it, and it matters even if you have a small team. I, I, I really I can't emphasize it enough. To me, it's so obvious. Do, do you see the same thing? Oh yeah. Uh, every Monday morning, I take all my guys out to breakfast. We got this retro diner here. It's like it's a brand new diner, but it's retro. It's like a fifties with you know the checkered floor and a jukebox and everything stainless steel. And, and um, you know, they play like 50s music and all, but it's right next to our shop. And I take all the guys there, 6.45 in the morning, whoever shows up, shows up. And usually there's at least a half a dozen guys for breakfast and I buy everybody breakfast and I'm there. And that's how we start Monday morning. So we get it off right. You know, everybody's, you know, got the bright mindset. We talk about what we're going to do for the week. And then we have team meetings every morning and go over stuff with the guys. And, you know, as long as you keep your, your, employees happy. I don't really think that they, they do care about the money as long as their, their needs are being met. They do care about growth opportunities. And that's why we, we created um, five levels of technicians inside of our business. And like, I have a guy that's working right now on his level three. And when you hit level three, you make like two twenty five a day, you just get a salary. So, you know, they're not getting paid by the hour anymore, but they have to be able to do upsells like on a regular basis. So I want to see at least like $400 a week. They have to be able to fix their machines, like literally take a mechanics course with me and be able to fix their machines and pass the test. They need to know what roof shingles are made out of. They need to know what uh, composite decks are made out of. They need to know how to clean everything. They need to how to manage people. So we give them those skills. We, we, they have to read books, how to win friends and influence people, you know, um, uh, delivering happiness by Tony Shea, leadership management, you know, all this stuff, like I'm teaching them management skills people skills, how to negotiate with customers, how to even just talk to them. And, and then they become better people and they love doing it. They You're want changing their life, Brian, for real. I am totally changing it. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I do stuff for people random, you know, um, you know, like one of my guys needed new glasses and, and, um, you know, he said, do we have eye care on our health plan? And I said, no, but go to this optician who's one of our clients. I sent him over to the optician and worked the deal out and got him new glasses so he didn't have to pay for it. Another guy, his his bulldog knocked his tooth out, front tooth. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, where's he going to come up with two thousand bucks to get his tooth fixed? He's probably going to have no tooth for the, for you know years. And so I sent him down to my dentist. My dentist took care of it. It's all good, you know. So you know, you can barter with doctors or or pay cash or whatever. But it, you know, just to if you take care of your people, they'll never forget that. That guy, every time he smiles, he's not forgetting. I, I helped him with that too. Man, you know? that that's my favorite part about small business. And I forget it sometimes when you get caught up in the stress. But what you just said, in fact, you know my business partner, Chris Phillips. Yeah, sure. And we yep. had an employee who had been like into drugs, you know, years before and really had a rough kind of a path she went down. And she had come out of it and was working at McDonald's. And she's this itty bitty girl. And she was pl- applying as a like a technician job. And I, I was against it from the beginning. I'm like, no, like she can't. She's too small. She can't even. But she had some messed up teeth because of some of the stuff she'd been into. And to me, it was this high risk scenario. Well, Chris was certain. He's like, Josh, I, I'm telling you, this is going to change her life. She's she's going to be committed and all this stuff. I'm like, okay, whatever. It's on you. Well, he hires this girl 
and and she starts working and she's complete beast mode, outperforming every single male that worked for us by a huge margin. All the customers were, and then uh, six months in or something, Chris uh, has us, you know, he comes to me and says, "Hey, I want to f- get her all new teeth." And it co- I don't know what it costs; it's not cheap. And we paid for that. That the moment that that happened, not only was it just a nice thing for her, but her beast mode level. What, like tripled even more than that. And it was like this bond. Yeah. It was crazy. And I just remember the impact it had on me to be able to do that for someone. And I just think that's amazing. I think, um, you know, a lot of business owners are all thinking about how much money they could put in the bank. And, you know, when you die, you're not taking that money with you, you know? And hopefully if you raise your kids right, they'll have their own money. So like, what are you going to do with all the money? You may as well just help people. That's what I look at it. And, you know, it's it's funny because, I was just thinking, like, you know, I'm just going to help, like, one person at a time. And then, you know, something will happen, I'll help somebody, and something will happen, I'll help somebody. I consider myself to be really fortunate to be in the position to be able to do that through the hard work that I did. I, I worked, like, 14-hour days. I'm not, like, you know, I didn't just, like, okay, I got money, I'm going to start throwing it around. That's not what happened. I mean, I worked for every dime I got. I know how hard it is to get my money. But I also know the, the, the feeling of satisfaction I get from helping other people. And, it's, you know... That, that to me is important. But when you build a sense of community in your business, like what you just talked about, that makes a huge difference in people's lives. Mm, forever. Because they belong to something. Yep. Yeah, they belong to something. People just want to belong. So, you know, that's been working for me. And I'll tell you, it's just completely, you know, your, you know, your um, coaching program and everything that you've done for me has just completely turned my business around. I remember the first time I hit, like a really big number, I called you up and I said, gosh, thank you, man. <laughs> you did it. Because it's you. Well, I want to actually give you some credit, too, because I used to always use this at the football analogy. Because what I want to talk about, just to nutshell it, is how, like, I talk about this big automated business and systems. And honestly, it sounds simple. And I maybe have a way where I can articulate things. You're like, oh, my God, that makes sense. I can do that. Well, when, once people start trying to do it, it's really hard still, and they'll get frustrated, discouraged, or stop. And I've seen some posts lately in the Growth Vault, the Facebook group um, that I have, and and like people are they're winning, but they are like still struggling as they're winning. <laughs> and I know that you know that feeling because you're you're like really close to really completing what I call the cycle, where you can literally. I mean, you're going to Hawaii and going on a two week vacation right now, so you're like there almost. But but um, I talked about how small business owners want to be the quarterback. They want to make every decision. They want everything to come through them. They're super hyper control freaks. They don't want, That's not you know, the guy you want to be, you don't want to be that. So then I say, you don't want to you be want the to... quarterback. You want to be the no. coach. And then you told me, no, Josh, you don't want to be that. You want to be the guy in the booth that's looking down on the field, right? The, the, the owner of the team, <laughs> which yeah, is you want to be the owner of the team where you don't have it. You don't really have a job other than to just like oversee the whole operation. And that's, I'm I'm really close to being there. I'm actually believing it's going to happen next year. When I get back uh, from Hawaii, um, Brian, who's our operations manager, is coming out of the field, and he's going to be working with me for the rest of the year, learning to do the, everything that I do. I made a complete organizational chart of all the stuff that I do and where I need people to do stuff, and you know, so that I don't have a job in my business anymore. And he's going to I'm going to teach him all these skills and everything he needs to know between now and October, and then. Next year, you know, of course, I'll, when you delegate, of course, you have to watch it, but I'll watch him and make sure he's got it right. And when he's got it right, that's it. That's right. And, and the reason you're, you, you, you will be doing that next year, and the, one of the big reasons is because you're going to retain 
most of your entire team because of the way you're doing employees and even the people that that move on to a different opportunity or don't come back you have a system you know the rockstar employee toolkit system to just generate more of those a players that is the thing that screws people up more than anything else is is that bottleneck and you're just primed yeah. for it you're ready I was just um, listen. You know, I saw the same post that you saw. Uh, you know, about guys saying like some days they just want to go back to a nine to five job. If you're if you're an entrepreneur, you you'll feel like that once in a while. You get beat down. You know, something went wrong and it just cost you two thousand dollars because somebody got bleached on somebody's deck and your insurance company's not going to cover it. You know, or your transmission went in your truck or your employees all quit at one time and uh, you know, I mean that is going to happen. That's just business. It's going it, to it never runs perfect. You know, our our goal here is. Um, zero voluntary attrition. We don't want anybody quitting this job. So our goal is just make them totally happy and have zero voluntary attrition. The only time we would remove somebody is if they weren't fitting into the program and we don't even have anybody we even thought about. We haven't changed a single employee since the beginning of the season and don't even have anybody we want to change out. That's incredibly, super ridiculously rare for these types of businesses. <laughs> it's like, the hiring re- process. It's, Josh, yeah. it's the hiring process. It really is. There's nobody seen thinking about quitting. I, I have this, um, this, you know, I hate the term rock star because everybody says, oh, rock star this, rock star that. This guy is a freaking rock star. My sales guy is unbelievable. He calls me the other day. He's got this deal, 3500 bucks. The customer wants it for 3000 I said, well, I'm, I'm not going to take $500 off the job for this guy. I said, and he's telling me about the job. And he kind of like, I made an overpriced deck a little bit. I'm looking at the pictures of it he's sending me. And I'm thinking, all right, we'll just tell the guy 32 is the best we're going to do, and, and that's it. The guy comes back with no 3,000. I told him, well, just tell the guy to take a walk and, and you know, nicely, but, and we'll fill it up with somebody else. And, you know, because we only have so many spots on our schedule anyway, and we're really busy right now, so I'm good. We actually are not, like, booking the next day now. So I'm like, I could take a breath. We're, we have, like, a week booked out in front of us right now. So he calls me back, like, 10 minutes later and goes, hey, what if I cut my commission in half? Ooh. That's what my that's what my sales guy. That said. type of creative thing. That's what an entrepreneur would think. How, that's what not I'm you can do it. You can't do it. Is how can we do it? How can we that's, make this work? That's huge. That's what I'm saying. What if I cut my commission half? What if I took money out of my pocket to make the deal happen? Unbelievable. I, I, how's that for crazy? So here's what I told him. I said, look, tell the guy we need to do a new a new um, video for YouTube and Facebook. So if he if he agrees to three thousand, you don't have to cut your commission. But if he agrees to three thousand. Um, he's going to have to do an interview with me. Did you see that last interview I did with him? Yeah, I did. I watched the whole thing. It was phenomenal. Oh, yeah, it was, it was awesome. I said, he's got to do the interview, and, and um, we're going to do uh, film his house before we do the job, while we're doing the job, and after we do the job. So he's going to have to put up a cameras around his house for a couple of days, and then he's got to, him and his wife have to do an interview. And the guy agreed, so we're doing the job. <laughs> That's so cool. That was always my go-to. When people wanted us to lower our price, you can't just be like, okay, like you cannot do that. No. Never do that. No. But... If I really wanted the job, our go-to is always, well, I'll tell you what we can do. Um, and I would use that we want we need some video footage of our, our crews working sure. and things like that. I never actually formally interviewed our customers. That's pretty amazing. And when I saw your video, that's like Facebook gold right there if you start running ads with that. Um, Isn't that awesome? It yeah, is. It's, just, it's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, they, they were just so nice. And uh, this next one that I'm doing with this couple, I'm going to make it a little shorter because that one was like over three minutes. So I got to keep it like around a minute and a half to minute 45. So I have to limit the amount of questions I'm going to ask them. But, um, you know, if you, I, people don't watch three-minute videos anymore. They, you can't even get them to watch 15-second videos with no sound. <laughs> it's like crazy. 
Yeah, I mean, there, there's a. I heard I heard a quote from this mega viral video guy, and he said, "People don't stop watching videos because they're long; they stop watching because they're bored or something." And so, and then I have another friend who said over two billion views, and he said you have two seconds to hook someone. This is a total side tangent, but it's really super phenomenal. And he makes these viral videos, but he always talks super fast in the beginning, says some crazy hook. And then slows down for the rest of the video, and that's like his formula for it. So I haven't like applied it with a home service company or whatever, but you want to look at the structure of it and get really creative with some crazy claim really quick that leads into the other pieces of it. And gotcha. You know. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'm writing it down right now. That's cool. Well, for example, he had a video that that did uh, I don't know, 200 million views online. Wow. And he was talking about God, and he goes. You know, hey everybody, Josh here. I want to ask you a question: Is God dead? And he pauses, and so, but he purposely says that like super fast. Ever so, people that hate God are watching it. People that love God watching it. Everybody's stressed out. Like, what is this guy going to say? And then he, he like unpacks his little thing and digs himself out of a hole. And that's what sucks him into the engagement. But if now that I, he's taught me this, I watch his videos. He's got a really structured format. It's pretty incredible. Um, but yeah, human attention span is very small right now. It is, it's true. You got to be weird and different. Yeah, um, we're being bombarded from so many different um, levels. And then you know, if we if we roll back around to the voicemail bomb, I mean, like if I was literally trying to call all those people, which we we used to have our sales guy doing that, like every morning he had to make thirty phone calls before he, uh, of our own clients before he could roll. Thirty phone calls, send me the list that we called, and you know whether or not he got them or he didn't get them, just a giant waste of time. I mean, just literally a giant waste of time. But with the voicemail bomb, you you're put that thing out there. I mean, it took me, I don't even know, 20 seconds to record it. I sent it over to, to um, Cooper. Cooper took my list, made it all up for me, got it all done, sent me an email, said it's done, it's out, and the phone started ringing. You know? like <laughs> So how, wait, let me do some math. How many minutes do you think you invested through both, you did two different voicemail bombs, did about 30 grand in sales. How many minutes did you invest in that? Like I don't even think it was, I don't even five? think it was five, maybe five. Okay, so five minutes represents 8% of an hour. So if we take 30, I'm getting super nerdy here, but $30,000, is it times 0.8%? No, no, no. It'd be, div- it'd be divided, <laughs> divided by 0.8. Okay, so you made $375,000 per hour during that eight minutes. Yeah, that's all. That's, all. <laughs> that's real. No, I know it sounds insane. But I know. Five minutes of work. I really, literally, thirty literally grand. Less than five minutes. I mean, I went into the customer factor and I did a report and pulled the list down and put it in a CBS file. I emailed it to Cooper. I asked him if he could, um, you know, go through it and get it set up the way you guys need it to be set up. And and um, I recorded two voicemails and sent it to him. And that was it. I mean, the whole thing took less than five minutes. Well, for anybody listening that hasn't doesn't have a Send Gym account, you can have one for free for two weeks, and you can try it out. You'll oh, make you have a, it for free now. It's a fourteen day That's trial. Awesome. Yeah, what and a then deal. what a deal! But with Voicemail Bomb, really, if you have past customers, because you can't spam people with this, it has to be your actual customers as a disclaimer. But if you have at least maybe five hundred past customers, you'll make way more money than Send Gym membership even costs. Before you even get billed for Send Gym. So go check that out at sendgym.com. And if you're having employee issues, which you probably are, because everybody is, uh, get the Rockstar Employee Toolkit. I always ask people, you know, how many dollars would you give me if I pushed a magic button and a Rockstar employee 
popped out out of thin air and I gave them to you to work for you, how many dollars would you give me? And people are like, oh my God, I give you $5,000. I give you $2,000. Like to make that pain go away, like money is nothing, is, is nothing compared to the pain of trying to find these A players. That's what Brian's course does. It's his system. He's hired over a thousand people. He's got a mega large business. He's at the very tail end of turnkeying it completely. And this is his actual system. He teaches it to you. You have to go to automate, grow, sell, S-E-L-L dot com. Click on courses. You'll see Brian's course. Uh, we, I don't know how many of those uh, we, we sold. It's been a lot and everybody loves it. And I say literally everybody loves it. And it's simple too. It's not some overwhelming thing. So thanks for uh, putting all that together. And do you got any final thoughts before we close on out? No, man, I'm just looking to go into Maui right now and having a nice vacation with my daughter and a friend. It's going to be good. All so, right, well, have fun. I, just, I really just want to thank you again. Every single thing you do, you're do, you doing is just making my business better. Your your coaching program is great. You know, the, the automated Rosell program is great. The Send Gym is, like, unbelievable. I mean, I, I that's so powerful to be able to just record something and, boom, money comes in. I don't do it. <laughs> like, I'm thinking, you know, we did it in June. I'll probably do it towards the end of July because we usually get like a little bit of a slowdown going into August, Mm -hmm. you know, summer doldrums and people start going on vacation and stuff. Mm -hmm. So probably send another one out like somewhere around the beginning of August and then right before uh, school starts again, we'll send another one out. But I don't want to like bug my customers with it. But I mean, four in a year, four phone calls from me saying, hey, what's up? How you doing? I mean, I don't think that's a problem. No. No. And if every time I do it, it's going to generate, you know, tens of thousands of dollars, I'm okay with that too. Well, and the other piece of this is you start to train your client list that they're going to receive calls from you. So it might be weird to start if you've never done it, but if they're getting a follow-up call after every job completed and they're getting notified at strategic parts of the year of, hey, we're just checking in, we got this special or this thing's happening, they're they're cool with it. It just becomes a normal thing. And the one weirdo that's going to complain about something uh, is insignificant compared to the the impact it's going to have on your revenue uh, as a whole, like literally insignificant. So we never got it. We never got a single complaint. I mean, 1400 people never, single complaint. Yeah. Cause it wasn't like trying to sell them something. I was just saying, Hey, I was just thinking it's time to clean your own. Well, and you have a relationship with them. They know who you are. They know yeah, they can they trust know you. you are. That's why I say <laughs> this is the lowest risk, highest ROI thing that send Jim even lets people do. And I haven't talked about it enough. I'm going to be changing that and kind of put, making a push to help people wake up. Cause it's, it's like free money. It feels like free money when you do these things. Josh, if you don't market to your client base, someone else is going to, and they're going to, I can't even tell you how many times I've, gone out on an estimate and said, Hey, have you ever had your um, house done before? And they're like, yeah, I'm like, who was it? I have no idea. Ooh, that's true. That's true. That does happen all the time. They they go into it. It takes so much time and effort to get a client and do their job. And then you're going to, so you're going to constantly go out looking for new people. Why don't you build some kind of rapport, like build a community inside your business for your existing customers and even if you just send them information in an email, it doesn't have to be really fancy, you know, a little special here that, Hey, I was thinking about yours, 25 hours off. If you feel like coming back, mm-hmm. you know, and, and just keep top of mind with them. And that money just falls in your lap. There's, it doesn't cost you $200 to go get that guy anymore. It costs you like 10 cents. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks for spending yep. so much time with me during basically oh, your busiest time of year. I, I can't wait to see you out at the, um, automated growth cell experience. That's yeah. going to be awesome. That's going to be awesome. Hey, for anybody that's, I was there last year and for anybody that's sitting on that, anybody that's sitting on the fence thinking about whether to go to that or not, they should, 
without doubt go. I'm looking so forward to going again this year and seeing everybody. Yeah, we actually sold it out super early. It was pretty awesome and we but we do have a waiting list just in case people really wanted to do it but they didn't, you know, have the ability to sign up yet. You can go to right. a- AGS experience.com and you could just put your email and if someone had a cancellation or something happened where one of the attendees had to back out we'll contact the people on the list to fill their spot but it is sold out which is a big relief so we're just focusing on the creativity side of it i'm working with brandon vaughn and we're going to be working with you and the and a bunch of people and uh yeah. just making sure that it's it's amazing it's going to be top notch i can't wait you know i've been talking to brandon about it a little bit and, and it's just going to be top notch it's going to be a lot of fun Yep, it's going to be a party, and we we might even shoot shotguns this year. Although I got to look right, at the I'll legal bring, side. Right, I'll bring mine. I'm just saying it's going to be fun, man. There's going to be mini bikes too on our property, but we're also going to fix people's business and change their lives, which is the really important part. But well, anyway, you've certainly done that for me, and my friend, you've definitely done that for me. Thank you. Thanks, brother. I appreciate it so much. Take care. All right, bye. Hey, thanks for hanging out, friends. And from all of us here at the Quick Talk Podcast team, we hope you love today's show. We hope that you were inspired to become a doer and not just a listener. Apply what you've heard today in your own business and watch things change for the better. Lastly, remember that all the money in the world can't save your soul. Seek first the kingdom of God, my friends. We'll see you next time. For more information about the Quick Talk Podcast or Joshua's other businesses, visit our website, quicktalkpodcast.com. Have a blessed day.